Welcome to Therapy with Millennials, a podcast where we take our late night talks, aka our own therapy sessions, and put them on record for you to hear. We take a looser definition of therapy, so if you seek professional help, please do so. Our main goal and hope is that in sharing our stories, we will relieve some of your tension and you will relate to us. So join us on this journey. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps new listeners find us and join this listenership and helps us know how we can get better. So talk back to us. Welcome to Therapy with Millennials. I'm your favorite host, Malia, and I'm joined by one of my best friends, Bitney Payne. Bitney Payne. <laughs> I was in the midst of chewing. I almost choked to death. Also one of your favorite hosts. I am now Bitney Payne. Just kidding. Hi, guys. So, today, contrary to popular belief, we do like other things outside of K-pop. So, we're going to have a cultural Korean episode about... All things Korean, from food to movies to eventually K-pop. And then also, we're going to have a fun game at the end. Yay. So, for starters, food. So, I kind of have a list. What I did is I looked up a list of cultural staples for Korean food. And Brittany is going to say the Korean names of these foods, and I am going to say what they actually are in American English. Uh, so we're going to discuss these, and then, like, you know, I guess whether we've eaten them, and yeah. do we like them, and things like that. And how they kind of compare to American food, because when I've been tutoring, it's been kind of interesting to see that sometimes we have different names for the same kind of food. And so understanding, okay, well, if you say, for instance, you have barbecue chicken, is it sweet or savory, or is it somewhere in between? Mm of understanding okay we're not as different as we think that we are right so that part's kind of fun and she's right i am gonna try to say the korean just don't come at me for my pronunciation hopefully it is uh respectful and appropriate i am practicing okay so the first one is bulgogi marinated beef barbecue yeah have you had it yes i have it all the time and i think it's probably like your staple like if you're gonna get someone into korean food you start with bulgogi not octopus (laughs) (laughs) Bulgogi is like, it's not spicy. It's not supposed to be spicy. It's sweet. It's beef. Yeah. And it's been marinated in some sweet sauces. So it's usually like a typical. It's not tough. Let me, yeah, let me get you into Korean food. Let's start here. And mm-hmm. it's delicious. I love it. And I feel like specifically for like, because we're in the South, Southern people, getting them into barbecue from other places is a good slide in for mm-hmm. other ki- types of food because sometimes people will just hear hey you want to try this korean dish and they're like oh i don't like weird stuff and it's like (laughs) first of all it's not automatically weird just because it's not something you've had Uh, before uh second of all let's start with this and we'll ease you in so yeah i've had it before too it actually wasn't i don't think the first thing i tried i think the first thing i tried was a type of ramen Mm. and some gopsog but I don't think it was... I think it was the third thing that I tried that was Korean. Actually, bulgogi. So, yeah. I like it. I do, too. It's, it's a good, good, like, entry staple. Yep. Okay, number two. Number two is hodok. Hodok huh? is, um, like, a sweet pancake. All Korean food is less sweet than you think it is. <laughs> Their candies, not really sweet. Mm. If you're American, it's you're not going to think it's sweet. So you, the first time you try Korean candies, just prepare, be prepared that it's not as sweet as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's not good. It's just less sweet than you think. Right. Well, hot dog itself is a pancake filled with honey. 
True. So true. that one, that like one, a nicer version of Eggo. Yeah. So that one is a little sweeter than other, like what they call pancakes, which I think we'll get into later. They're yeah. John. They're, those are more, I guess, savory. This one actually is a little bit sweeter, but still compared to our sweets, mm-hmm. not as sweet. Mm-hmm. But it's really good. It's like a good grab and go kind of. And I think it's a street food in Korea. It only costs like a dollar on the street. You can get nice. and eat. Yeah. So that's something good to have, especially like in the winter or something like that, I feel like. Sweet. Number three. Number three is samgyeopsal. And I have another version of it. Or dweji bulgogi. Those are two different kinds. Like samgyeopsal is more like the barbecue yeah, yeah. Kind of style. Or you're going to grill it and everything. And then dweji bulgogi is like bulgogi except it's with pork. Mm-hmm. I, I put them next to each other because apparently they're oftentimes confused mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to make sure that it was clear that they are in fact different and prepared differently. Yeah. Have you had either of those? Yes. I love both of those. Samgyeopsal is like one of my favorite things to eat. And we had like it multiple times throughout this month. I bought my own portable grill and a plate to go on top to grill everything <laughs> and like... It's so good. That with some lettuce and then some gochujang. Mm. It's so good. And what's gochujang? Uh, gochujang is a red chili paste. So it's really good. Mm. I love that. Number four, japje. The stir-fried noodles. I like it. I don't typically eat it as like the main course though. I eat it as a side typically. Yeah, I think it's usually a side. It's like, um, it's kind of it's kind of savory, a little bit sweet. It's not spicy mm-hmm. or anything like that. And like these glass noodles, so it's really good and can be served. Usually, I think it's served cold, but it can be served hot or cold, um, which is something interesting for me with Korean food. I started eating more cold foods for dinner, and that yeah. was very interesting for me. Like I hadn't, I don't normally, I think of like food needing yeah. to be hot, hot. generally, mm-hmm. um, especially like this kind of food. Like the meats and stuff are usually hot, but they have a lot of different cold dishes, and a lot of their side dishes too are cold. Yeah, I, that was a surprise for me. My palate wasn't prepared for the first time. And I made the record show I also ate Korean food, large a large meal of Korean food in front of other witnesses. So I had to kind of fake it. But the texture thing was weird for me. Like, I was not prepared that, like, the food not being hot would bother me as much as it did at first. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the next time I ate it, it was great. But, like, it was just the first time eating it, it felt weird. Like, this should be hot. But then, like, the flavors didn't change. So I'm like, it's fine, cold. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Next is kimchi. 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 If you don't know kimchi when it comes to Korean food, you are out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't tried hard enough. Literally, any TV show, any movie, any manga, anything like that, they typically will eat some type of kimchi-ish Kimchi food. is almost as staple as rice. Like they gotta have, you gotta have rice with every dinner almost as much as you gotta have kimchi with everything mm-hmm. <laughs> too. And so this is the real Korean test, Brittany. How do you like your kimchi? <laughs> so kimchi itself is a fermented, usually a cabbage, fermented cabbage. Yeah. And there's multiple kinds of kimchi. Um, but I actually like mine really fresh, I think, usually. So there's like, people like it really fresh or really fermented. But I like it, actually, I think somewhere in the middle is the best for me. Mm. So buy some kimchi, leave it in the fridge for like a week or two, and then eat it. Mm. So I like... If I have a lot of kimchi, I save it for that middle stage. If I'm just eating it for one dish, I like it really, really fresh. Like with a crunch to it. So it depends on when I'm eating it. Right. For me. So six, I would say 
bibimbap. Bibimbap. Which is mixed rice. Yeah, it's like mixed rice and multiple vegetables. Sometimes meat comes with it or kimchi too. Mm-hmm. It makes a really pretty photo. Like they will put it in, in a bowl and put it in sections. Mm-hmm. So there's always this photo of like rice and then all the colorful vegetables that go with it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe some gochujang on top. So just a mixed bowl of everything. Mm-hmm. Something that's slightly comparable to is um, Chinese uh, stir-fried rice mm-hmm. with the veggies in it and then like layered with different either meats, colored meats, or colored veggies. Yeah. And bibimbap can also be uh, cold as well. I think. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never had a cold. Yeah. I, th- I think so. You can do it cold. Interesting. Mm. Number seven is sundubu jjigae. Sundubu jjigae, which is? Soft tofu stew. Mm. Jjigae is stew in Korean. So there's uh, multiple kinds of jjigae. There's kimchi jjigae, sundubu jjigae, and tunjan jjigae, so different kinds of stews. Sundubu is really good. Usually most of these are kind of, have a spice to them. Mm-hmm. Love jjigae's. Mm. They really clear too. everything out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, spicy Korean food is not for the faint of heart. No. Let's, let's start with that. If, if you really have an, a, a stomach bodily aversion to spicy foods, ask before you eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I really like it. I'm not a huge tofu um, fan, but I will admit that Korean versus other cultural foods with tofu has has won and the way that they prepare it, both fried and in stews and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I really love their soups and stews and the way it comes. Just like one of my favorites is budejige. Budejige is army stew. So I think the, 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 the theory or the story is... Legend. Yeah, the story goes that um, a bunch of American soldiers serving in Korea were eating jjigae, but they didn't have a lot of uh, ingredients. So they just poured everything they could into it. It's like some <laughs> kitchen of our casseroles. Sink. Yeah, kitchen sink. <laughs> So it comes with sometimes hot dog or spam or different kinds of meats in there. Mm-hmm. And I think different restaurants will specialize in it and then like they may do their own. They have their own take on it. You may not know what you're getting with it. Interesting. But budejjigae is really good. I just love like stews in general. They really, Korean always talks about like, there's like a phrase to fight heat with heat. Yeah. So during the summer, they'll like have these hot soups and i have gotten to where i enjoy it i love that <laughs> i mean i guess it helps the water to feel better i don't understand why we're intentionally torturing ourselves mm. like we're already sweaty we're gonna sweat from the inside out because that works anyway next is tteokbokki is spicy rice cake uh, and i do not like tteokbokki <laughs> um i've gotten to where i start to like it more i don't like it by itself yeah but in general tteok is not my favorite i don't like rice cakes very much it's the mm. texture it's too chewy mm. there's this one type of rice cake songpyeon that's used during chuseok but i mean they have it other times of course too but it's filled with honey that one's a little uh, better. It's not as chewy. It's a little sweeter. So that one I'm okay with. But the how other ones I've been that trying, it's just it's just a rice cake ball with the honey inside. It's like a dessert to have. Just eat. Ah, uh, okay. But tteokbokki, I like it when it comes with omuk, which is the fish. Like it comes in a soup. Normally, it, when it when mm. it's cooked together, it'll come with that too. Yeah. But. I'm still, you know, I've I'm only not the had it fan. with soup. Yeah. Well, no, I take it back. I had it not with soup and I did not like it. Yeah. And then I had it with soup and I liked it better. It's still not something that, like, I'd be like, oh, don't be. But, like, <laughs> if, it's, if it comes with something, I'm like, okay, don't be. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number nine. I think it's so long tongue. So long tongue is. 
oxbone soup. Yes. Not as weird as you would think. <laughs> Let's start with that. We're not in a weird cult. Uh. <laughs> but actually pretty good. It's like a white soup. Yeah. Sodong tong takes a while to make, and it does use ox bones made from, the broth is made from the ox bones. Mm-hmm. So the broth that comes, that's why it takes so long. Mm-hmm. And um, you can get different kinds of cuts in there, like meats and stuff like that. But it's really good. And I think it's used, um, generally it's something like for, to make you feel better. It's kind of one of those soups. Yeah. Like we would give chicken soup or something yeah. like that. And it's supposed to have a lot of healing properties especially mm-hmm. because of the marrow which again sounds weirder than it is but like <laughs> my roommate actually made it for me when I had COVID and while I didn't lose my taste and smell it settled my stomach mm. and helped me to be like more awake and energize me actually a lot more than I thought it would so yeah, I can uh, from firsthand experience I really do think it works. The next one is Hamur Pajon which is seafood vegetable pancake. Yes, yeah, so this is what we're talking this about. This is the one that we lo- <laughs> I like a lot. Oh, I love hamo pajon. Like, okay, so this is what we're talking about. Pancake doesn't necessarily mean the pancakes that we have. Yeah. They have more savory. They're in the shape of pancakes, and they're mm-hmm. made like pancakes. Mm-hmm. But they have pajon, which is just like spring onion uh, pancake. They have hamo pajon, which is the one we're talking about, which is seafood. It'll come with like octopus or shrimp or different kinds of seafoods, a seafood mix. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I think the closest thing we kind of have in the States, especially in the South, is kind of like a hush puppy. Like I've had hush puppies that have had meat in them or veggies in them. So kind of think of a flat hush puppy if you're trying to imagine what this food is like mm. and i this is the seafood veggie pancake is actually my favorite of the pancakes for mm. korean pancakes yeah, for me i think it's my favorite there's one that we had recently that my friend made with like watercress i don't remember the really? actual i don't remember the actual name for it but it was really good next is sundae sundae is blood <laughs> sausage and this is the weird one okay so this one doesn't sound as bad as it is well Blood sausage sounds really bad, but what it is is still pretty bad. It's cow or pig's intestines stuffed with other ingredients. It's almost like how our hot dogs are made. Like, this might be made of beef. This might be made of pork. This might be made of chicken. We don't know. This might be made of clothes. This is beef and other things. Um, (laughs) Also, another food in the black culture and minority culture is um, chitlins. I don't know if you've ever heard that. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It sounds equally as bad. (laughs) Someday, I actually had it recently. And I wasn't that bad. It was not that bad. So I would recommend trying it at least once. Okay, next is naengmyeon, which is cold buckwheat noodles. So I've been wanting to try that one. I haven't tried that one yet. Mm. But yeah, it's um, handmade noodles and cold. There's buckwheat in there, potatoes, sweet potatoes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Next. Next is Korean barbecue. I don't know if that... I, this says gogi gooey um i haven't actually heard it like how it's what it is but i just know korean barbecue in general and korean barbecue is like legit (laughs) (laughs) um so good normally when i think of korean barbecue because i haven't i don't think i've actually been able to have like legit korean barbecue i think of samgyeopsal so things like that um but korean barbecue will just be it's just this huge method of korean cuisine of like porks and beef and chicken just grilling it and dishes are prepared with it you put onion on the grill and mm-hmm. other things oh next is hejangguk hejangguk is 
Hangover Stew, which is so good. You've had it? I've oh, had it. I haven't had it. Yes. My roommate got it from a friend of hers while I had the COVID <laughs> and gave me some. It was so good. Oh, that's nice. I haven't had it. I've just seen it a lot on like dramas or other things. It's supposed to, it's literally supposed to be like a hangover uh, remedy for people. And also, if you have a slightly upset stomach or... I, well, technically, I didn't have an upset stomach. I need to correct myself. I didn't have an upset stomach. I just had a very, like, I wasn't hungry for anything. And so my stomach felt very heavy on the inside. And so it helped everything feel, like, warm and, like, better on the inside. So I really liked it. Okay, so I'm going to put the next two in the same, like, we'll just talk about both of them. And that's mandu. There's gin mandu. And then there's uh, the deep fried mandu. So there's steamed mandu and fried mandu. And mandu is... Dumplings. Dumplings. Love dumplings. So good. Dumplings in general are just like, it's so funny. We had a conversation today with our friend about chicken and dumplings and had to explain. (laughs) She's like, you guys have dumplings? I'm like, yeah, it's a little different though. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing typically in our, well, I mean, there's a version of ours that has stuff in it, but typically dumplings, American style, is just the the dumpling. It's the dough itself. Yeah. Do you prefer them? Doughy or fried? For Korean, I like steamed. Mm. I like the steamed ones. I think when I'm receiving it from other people, I like steamed better. But when I'm cooking it myself, I like fried, fried better. Mm. Okay, next is my niece's favorite, kimbap. Mm. <laughs> that one, when I first ate it, I didn't like it. But I think it was like, I think this is correct. But kimbap is something also kind of like kimchi where you can eat it either fresher or less fresh. Is that correct? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Kimbap, I think I would normally want to eat it within the like the day. Okay, well, it's I similar to sushi, kind of. Okay, because I, when I first tried it, I think I didn't I didn't try it fresh, mm-hmm. so I really didn't like the texture. Like the inside was kind of squishy, and yeah. the flavors kind of all mixed together and not very well. So the next time I tried it, I was kind of like, oh, thank you. But then like someone like really insisted that I try it again, and it was fresh that time, and I loved it. It's so good. kimbap is basically what we say is like it's like sushi except. It doesn't really have raw ingredients. So there's going to be uh, yellow radish, maybe tuna or uh, cucumber, spinach. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes this uh, root, I forget the name of it, this buckroot or this mm-hmm. some type of root in there. Um, and it's really good with rice and then the seaweed. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is our actual weird one. <laughs> Octopus mixed plate. Let's talk about octopus in general. Noxi bokum is a stir-fried oc- octopus dish. <laughs> Let's talk about the fact that recently a friend of ours, ID, was like, hey, when you come to Korea to visit me, I'm going to have you try all these foods. You need to be prepared. I was like, sure, why not? And then she's like, I'm going to let you try octopus. And I'm thinking, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> and then she's like, no, no, no. And the best part is it's alive. I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Then she proceeds to show me a video of how they prepare a live octopus. And she said, I asked her, I'm like, so what's the texture of it when you eat it? Like, do you chew it? She's like, no, you, you like swallow it and watch and like feel it go down while it's fighting for anything that has to fight for its <laughs> life that hard. I'm just like, that's inhumane. Uh, I really want to try it. <laughs> go for it. You I, re- I really like, I really like octopus. And then the one she's talking about. What have you tried octopus? I, I have it in my, uh, the Hamul Pajan a lot. And I eat it, I've eaten it at Chinese restaurants and stuff like that too. Really? Yes. So I like Again, 
future guy out there. <laughs> I like octopus, and I think the one you're talking about, the live one, is San San Nakti or something mm-hmm. like that. But it's I I've always wanted to try it. Um, I remember watching a guy from YouTube do it, and I think he the one he went to he had to sign a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> But it, like, fights against you. Like, sucks, like it's a little... <laughs> Ew! I really just want to try it and experience oh, it. Poor thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a carnivore. Like, go eat, be merry. Even our Lord said that. But anything that's got a fight like that to go down, uh-uh. I would feel like it would give me constipation or, like, make me sour on the inside. That's no. Funny. But guys, I really recommend Korean food in general. My Same. favorite one, if you're in Montgomery, is Cotton Garden. It's on Woodmere. I recommend them. They're good people, and they have good customer service, and their food is top notch. And my favorite dish, Yukgaejang, um, is a soup that I really like there. So those are my recommendations. Mm. <laughs> so moving on from food, movies. So what I kind of did is I looked up. Okay, top. It was technically top fifty. There's only five here. We can add any others that we've seen or want to see. But top 50 Korean movies out there that you should see if you're first getting into Korean culture. So the first one we have is The Beauty Inside. Have you heard of that one before? I've heard of it, but only... Well, I heard of both. There's The Beauty Inside, the movie, and then there's a drama, too. So I've seen the movie, Uh and I think you said you started the drama. Um, I haven't yet. I want to. It's on my list, but I haven't watched or seen both of them. And so I've seen the movie. So basically, the premise is that this guy, his face changes every night. Mm -hmm. He never has the same face more than twice. And then he falls in love with this girl. And so it's kind of this, this interesting play on life of can someone love you however you look? Like, sometimes he's super young. Sometimes he's super old. And so sometimes she's, like, walking around town with, like, this grandfather. And he and everyone's like, oh, that, you're, you, you're spending your time with your grandfather. You're so cute. <laughs> and sometimes he's a little boy. And, oh, I'm spending time with your brother. But it's always, like, this weird tension between them of they kind of like each other. And so when she finds out that, you know, he is that way of how she's going to deal with that and if she's going to deal with that. And kind of going off of um, um, our friendship episode you know will you deal with things mm-hmm. like that with you know, who people who are different or have situations that might cause you you know some stress mm-hmm. and so i liked i liked the storyline it was very interesting very compelling mm-hmm. yeah most of the movies i've watched which the next ones we've go over i've watched i and i feel like korea has this this is like their drama i mean there's their genre is like this thriller horror kind of movies. Yeah. Um. So those are the only ones I've typically seen, and then some historical period ones. Which is kind interesting because you don't typically watch horror. No, movies. I don't. And these aren't. <laughs> I guess these weren't like. They were more thriller, I guess, than anything. One of them kind of horror. Mm. I don't know. But anyways, the next one is Train to Busan. If you haven't seen or heard of Train to Busan, if you haven't heard of it, I think you've been living under a rock. <laughs> but Train to I Busan, accidentally watched it with with Brittany and a couple of our other friends. <laughs> we were yelling like thank goodness for captions. Like we were yelling at the screen. We, we were, were so like, mad. We were so mad at this movie. And our, one of our other friends like really loves that. And now that I look back on it, it was a, it was well done. <laughs> that, has, that bitter hesitation though. <laughs> well done i'm still upset <laughs> but i'm uh, still very upset i think i'm mostly impacted by the experience that we had watching it like that was fun oh so, yeah 
is what I remember the most. Basically a zombie movie. Like It's basically a legit a zombie movie. It is a and zombie I, movie where people die. Exactly. <laughs> and, and zombies come for you. Exactly. And I'm not typically like a zombie person. Mm. Like just in general, I don't I didn't watch any of the Walking Dead ish. I didn't I just yeah, don't do zombie movies. I don't either. And so the fact that I watched a zombie movie that was that long and ended like that. We won't yeah. talk about it, but it was, I was so <laughs> mad. So mad. But yeah, the ex- it, it really was the experience. Because cause if, if that same group went to get together to watch it again, I would I totally do it. it. Yeah, I, I would totally it. do it. Yeah, I, would I, would, do it. I, would, I would be equally as angry. Yeah. <laughs> I would just know when to be angry. <laughs> so the next one I haven't seen, but you have. So tell us a little bit about Parasite. Okay, so Parasite, you guys must know, like, big Oscar winner. It was like a thriller. It, it, it genre is like a thriller comedy, I guess. Mm. But this family, this poorer family in Korea, essentially becomes workers for this really rich family in Korea. And there's this phrase, kind of like we have, about being. We say you're being a leech on someone. Yeah, you're like mooching off of them. And for Korea, that word is parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this. Family, it starts out with a young, the young son becoming a tutor, and then he gets a sister in there disguised as cousin, as a cousin, or as a friend of a cousin, something like that, um, into working for the family, mm-hmm. and then the mom ends up being there, and then the dad ends up being there, and it's this thriller based on that, and it's a lot of, like, societal implications and things like that. Oh, okay. Um, so it is very, it's pretty interesting. I enjoyed watching it, and I would recommend it to people to watch. Hmm. Should get a group together to watch it. Mm. So Forgotten. I have never seen that one. Okay, so Forgotten. The only thing I could say about this movie is like my friend CS and I were watching it and we were just holding on to each other the whole time. There were jump scare, but then it went it was like psychological, but then it was horror, and then it was like thriller, and then it went back to psychological. And this this I think it's basically like I can't remember exactly, but this guy, he either killed his family or he didn't mm-hmm. or something like that but he, you're also, still unsure yes <laughs> and, then, and then at the end of it you're like was that all a dream or was he in a dream at some point like twists and turns galore <laughs> in this movie like if you're into that stuff go watch it i'm not sure i would watch it again because i don't know what happened <laughs> i think cs could tell you more but it was a it was an interesting one for sure so was it as bad i didn't actually see the end of this gone girl Oh, I haven't seen Gone Girl. I could not watch it. It oh. it got way too sexual, way too creepy. I just could, I uh, could forgotten not. Forgotten wasn't sexual, but it was just weird. It was just weird. Um, and then the last one is A Taxi Driver. So this one I really enjoyed because I love historical, uh, based on historical event movies. And in the 1970s, maybe? I'm not exactly sure. Don't The 19th. Me. Yeah. The 1900s. <laughs> Don't quote me on it, but... This is after North Korea and South Korea had been uh, divided, Mm -hmm. but Korea was still, it was still like a dictatorship, Mm -hmm. or they were trying to change that, something Mm -hmm. to that effect, and college student riots were happening, Mm -hmm. or protests were happening. Mm -hmm. And in this one city, cops were beating and killing students without any provocation or anything like that. And the news was not reporting it at all, until one German journalist got in there with the help of a taxi driver mm. who wasn't even supposed to go into that city. They had it blocked off for people not to go. Mm. And he came, he got it, he got in, he got out secretly, had it recorded and sent it and got home to Germany with, he had to put the tapes like 
hide them in his luggage. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he got them to Germany, and it became national news for people to finally realize what was going wow. on. Wow. So, A Taxi Driver, I definitely recommend watching that one if cool, you're into cool. those kind of things. So, I've only seen one of the ones on here. So, if, if, if you were to say of our list that we talked about, which is a list of five, mm-hmm. which one do you think is a must-see movie? For me, A Taxi Driver, just because of the historical aspect. That's my kind of thing, so... And I'll, I'll kind of give you two because I've only seen the one. I definitely would say watch The Beauty Inside. Like, mm-hmm. it's psychological, yet ro- a romance, yet also a very deep, sweet movie. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like, typically when you think of anything romantic comedy, romantic anything, it's like, oh, it's it's not going to be deep at all. But it's super deep and it really mm-hmm. makes you think. So I love The Beauty Inside. Second for me would probably be The Taxi Driver. I'm really curious about that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, especially the last five years, I've really been into movies based off of real life stories. Mm, so yeah, I think I think I will probably enjoy that one. Mm. So that'll be my vote. All right, onward to TV shows, Korean TV shows. So again, I kind of looked up top fifty shows that you should watch um, on Netflix, Prime, or um, Hulu. So the first one is because it's my first life. This one talks about two roommates. It's a guy and a girl who kind of get together to kind of save money, which I find really funny because I've lived with a couple of um, other sexed roommates and I could totally see myself doing this <laughs> minus the marriage part. Yeah. So they, they move in together and then their families find out that they've moved in together. So they quickly get married mm. <laughs> to kind of save face. And then it's kind of just the story of them living together as roommates, but them not actually acting like a married couple. Yeah. So it's 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 like a romantic comedy. I watched most of this drama, and then like some time I started like not finishing dramas, and this is the ones I one I haven't. I don't understand yet. how you don't die from that. <laughs> but I I was very I was very interested in it, and that's kind of a concept in Korean dramas is for people to be forced to live together for certain difficult Period. different reasons, yeah. and it's usually people that don't like each other in the yeah. beginning. That's a typical concept in Korean drama. So, yeah, I think that one's a fun one to watch. And another, like, little nugget, because I actually did finish the show, that I thought was really funny is there is a huge thing about there's a pet in this in this show. And they carry on this, like, little nuggets of you're learning more and more about the pet mm-hmm. and the commonality between the two roommates with the pet. That's so cute and funny. <laughs> like, outside of the show itself, like, the relationship to their pets and this show is really well done. So I like it for that reason. Next one is Cheese in a Trap. So I haven't seen this one. So what's it kind of about? So I haven't watched all of it. I only started watching a few episodes. It's also a movie and a drama. Oh, I didn't know it yeah, was a movie. I think it was more popular as a drama. Just like I think actually The Beauty Inside. Oh, I'm not sure. But mm. I think Cheese in a Trap as a drama. That's what I started watching. Is a little bit more popular. But basically this poor, like, junior girl, she meets, she it's about her relationship, friendship with this wealthy, uh, kind of dark, manipulative, possible um, senior. And so far in the first few episodes I watched, she's, like, terrified of him. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and I don't like, know. Like, legit scared? Yeah, kind of just, like, really worried. She thinks that he's, like, starting all these rumors about her and... All these different things, and I don't understand it exactly. Mm. So I was kind of interested to finish that one, but I haven't yet. Okay. It's on my list, but I haven't watched Mm -hmm. it yet. Next one is one that we watched together during the health prison. So this one is, by far, I have put it on my top for my favorite dramas right now. For like, me too. Yeah. And part of it lot, is the experience, though, for yes. me. Because I'm, I'm curious. I really want to watch it again, like, soon-ish, before the year ends. 
I'm curious if I'll love it as much <sighs> watching by myself. I think I will. But that is Run On! Yes! Oh. Uh, our so favorite she... actors are, and she won is like, <laughs> and Conteo was hers. Like, yes. Oh. It's just, okay, so it's a really good show about this running track star who isn't always, he's hardly ever first, he's always second. Yeah. But he's still pretty famous. Yeah. And he's from this wealthy family, of course, where they're like, you need to be number one. Yeah. All this jazz. We're not number two in anything else. Right. The bad dad, like, always. And then this interpreter. I mean, the, his mom didn't, wasn't winning no prizes either. <laughs> and then this interpreter who comes in, and she's a translator, too, for movies, mostly. But she comes in and becomes an interpreter for this track star. Which, actually, she is part of the reason why I have had a couple, two new language goals going on right now. One for Korean and one for Spanish is to be able to translate something from my native language to their native mm. language. So Korean and Spanish are the two languages that I'm working on right now. So because of this show, I really, really, really want to do it. But my favorite part about the show is that the side characters also have their own story that isn't doesn't fade away. Yes. Typically, all you ever see is the main stars and that's it. But the reason that we, like, love this is the side characters have their own thing going on, and it's it's prominent. It's not just in the backside. Hmm. And there's this kind of... Also, for once, there's this, like, rich person who's fighting against the rich instead of fighting against the poor. poor. I love it. And then also, I really find it interesting the... Kind of the side characters, who for me stole the show, kind of seeing how money... Dealing with the issue or the comment or the ideology that money is everything mm. and that money will make you happy. I was such a fan. Okay, the next one I have not really watched. I think Malia has, right? I have. So I saw the Chinese version uh-uh. of, this, of the TV show, which technically came first. I haven't watched the Korean version yet, but it's apparently becoming similarly or if not equally as popular as their original show. And it's called A Love So Beautiful. And so this show follows two opposing classmates. The girl has had this long-term crush on this guy, and he will not give her the time of day. And they're in the same class. It's kind of Brittany's story of her first crush. Like, this guy that she's like, keeps on being in the same class, so that she feels like they're fated to be together. And he's just not giving her the time of day. But he's also kind of like a recluse. He doesn't know how to friend well. And so it follows their story from high school up until adulthood of how they kind of begin to understand each other and their friends along the way this is another one that i really enjoyed where that dealt with friendship outside of like the main relationship going on in in the story Mm -hmm. so i really enjoyed it for that reason i'm very curious if the korean show follows it similarly to the chinese one Mm -hmm. okay so the next three i don't think either of us have seen Mm -hmm. but they're all on on our our list list. (laughs) to watch Definitely this next one, Startup. I have been wanting to watch this for a long time. And I think it's like IT, people starting their own business and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was really popular, I think, last year or this year. Yeah. So I've been wanting to watch that one. And then for me personally, I, as someone who would like to eventually be a self-made woman, I love the idea of shows about people starting their own businesses, becoming self-made, and their struggles that they go through, even if they're fake struggles. Mm. The next one is The Rookie Historian, mm. which I really want to see, because <laughs> I don't... Okay, so first of all, we, me and Brittany had talked about watching this show together. We typically, when we watch movies, or not movies, movies or shows together, we don't watch historical fictions together. So I'm I'm really excited to watch a historical fiction with you, because yeah. typically I watch them by myself, and then I'm shooketh for days later, <laughs> For me, I really like the actor that's in this, Cha Unu. 
and I'm watching him in another one right now, True Beauty. And I just have been wanting to watch this. I think he's a he's a prince, but he's like a poet actually. Mm-hmm. But he's an undercover poet or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And he meets this historian uh, who I think at first probably doesn't like his poetry. And he's probably. like, why not? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I find that it should be pretty funny and cute. So this next one, surprisingly, LJ has watched. But we oh, haven't right. watched. And this is also one that was popular uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And it's called It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, that is what Malia is telling herself in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to not be okay. Uh, yeah. So it's like a, it's uh, dealing with mental disorders. And mental illness. Disabilities, things mm-hmm. like that. And these two people who cross paths with each other. The There's a children's book writer, Cole Moon Young. And Gong Tae has lived life on the run while taking care of his older brother, Sang Tae, who is autistic and suffers from reoccurring nightmares of the day their mother was murdered. He is a big fan of Miss Ko, the writer, who is known to be antisocial and has a difficult personality. After a series of events, all three lives become intertwined and their dramatic backstories are revealed. So mm-hmm. sounds very dun, interesting dun, to me. Dun. <laughs> and I feel like it's something definitely that Malia would enjoy, like, mm. kind of watching, too. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the next two are some of my favorites, too. I still haven't watched them. <laughs> Hospital Playlist right now is on season two. Um, so, first of all, one of the rare Korean dramas that gets a season two. That's pretty Which that. I love. And the first ep- <laughs> the first season was so good. The second season is equally as good right now. It's just five doctors who have been friends for 20-something years. They're, they're uh, surgical resident. I mean, they're, like, heads of their departments. And it's just... It's a doctor drama without the Grey's Anatomy, like, drama, you know? Like, <laughs> drama. <laughs> but it's so cute. They're, they're all real. They've been friends since college. They're all really funny. They have a band together, which is really fun to watch. Romances and stuff like that. But they're all at age 40, so it's, like, mature. And mm-hmm. I, I just really love it. Like, if I can recommend a thing to you right now, Hospital Playlist. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, it's on my list to watch definitely, and then the next one is Itaewon Class, mm-hmm. which I I tried to watch. <laughs> I was in the midst of doing something when I was watching it, and then I got I was already angry with someone when I was watching it, so I couldn't finish it. I I'm not totally sure, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it follows this guy whose dad is what moderately like middle class, lower class, mm-hmm. and his mom dies. And then his dad is raising him as a single parent. And and then he experiences great loss, like, personally. Mm. And it follows his story from there. Yeah. It's his, it's like his revenge story, kind Mm -hmm. of. So it's very good. There's a lot of, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of, romance kind of takes a backseat in a way, which I like. Kind of. Kind of. It's still there. But it's more about him and his, his story and what happens after his loss. Mm Mm-hmm. So next is music. So you already know that we are K-pop obsessed, K-pop lovers. So instead of going into the down and dirty of K-pop, I thought, hey, if I was somewhat interested in K-pop and wanted to get into it and didn't want to meet a a stan who was going to just attack me and tell me what I should and shouldn't listen to, what if we tell you our favorite groups and where to get started with Mm -hmm. them? We have five groups five songs so if you're interested in getting to k-pop let us know and let us know like which songs that you did like so my first one is bts and the first song i think you should start with is we are bulletproof 
I really like that one. That's a good one. I actually have BTS on mine, too, and I did Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, that one's good. Yeah. That one's really good. I was going to put Dope, because that's the one I got into, but uh, I thought, well, maybe Blood, Sweat, and Tears, like a little bit more cinematic. Yeah. Movie, MV. You got to watch these with the MVs. The next one is EXO, and I this doesn't have a music video to it. It has a dance video to it, and that is The Eve. Oh, so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> The amount of just... Okay, dancing. Okay. <laughs> the Eve, guys, by EXO. Please watch. It's very good. Very good. My next one is Monster X Drama Rama. Ah, I love Drama. So fun. And what I was still in the group at that point. <laughs> My baby. <laughs> love it. Um, I put Mama Moo on here. Mama Moo is such a great vocal unit. Like, they are so good. Vocal group. Egotistic. That's the one I got into them into with them so I would suggest egotistic mm. my next one is G-Idol and I would start with Baddest mm. it actually is a song that popped up on my Spotify you know you might like this song kind of thing and got me into all their other stuff I and love so I love their stuff it's it's a lot of good they have a lot of good workout songs and then what I like that they do is they'll do songs partially in English partially in Korean so I, I really enjoy that part because it, it lets it gives you an in if you are nervous about like listening to foreign music for me. For me, I have Stray Kids Voices. So Voices is like it's not too K pop that it's like, what is this? Yeah. It's like oh, the vocals are really good and it's just yeah. like oh, and the lyrics are so meaningful and I just I love it. I love it. Next one I have is Chung Hup, and I would start with Masquerade. Now, granted, this is actually on her, I think her latest album, but it's got like a Spanish vibe to it, but it's still Korean. And I, I love that the blending of cultures, because we, t- we have talked about it in the past, I like it that I really do feel like does well for both cultures. Like it still has a Latin flavor to it, but it's still very Korean pop music. Yeah. And so I love that aspect of it. Okay, my last one is actually, if you want to go a little bit more Korean or a little bit more K-pop, like what mm. you would think, is a group called Oh My Girl, and their song Nonstop. It's so cute, and it's like <laughs> your typical like girl group cute, but it's a really good song, too, at the same time. Very mm. catchy. I love mm. it. Nonstop. And then my last one is Blackpink and do 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 Ooh, It's yeah, such a fun dance song. Like, even if you don't understand what's going on, you, you get the hand motions going and you're like, do 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 Ah, I love it. It's, it's just fun. So the next thing we're going to do is this or that. We actually did this in a previous episode mm-hmm. and we really enjoyed it. So we're doing the Korean version of this game. So I'm going to read this list to you and then we're going to say one, two, three, and we're going to give our answers. Okay. First one, Army or Antony? One, two, three, Army. Army. <laughs> that was hard. That was really hard. That hurt. I'm that sorry. hurt a lot. I love ATs. I love, I love ATs. <laughs> Next one is date with your stand group or concert with your stand group. So when we say date with, like we go on a date with the whole group. Yes. Concert, we go to a concert. Of and you group. get like backstage pads. Oh gosh, okay. All right, concert or date? One, two, three, date. concert. <laughs> really? Yes. Because at the date, I can ask them to sing for me. <laughs> no, that's weird. No, that's weird. No, I would rather there. do the concert and no. just stay surface level mm-hmm. with them. I don't really want to know their deep, dark secrets. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. I want them to still be idols in my mind. <laughs> nope. If I have a date with them, they'll be people. <laughs> All right. Get a tour from a star of their mother country. So, like, 
them showing you Korea. Or give a tour to a star. So wherever you're from or your favorite place that you've lived. So I would say giving them a tour of Orlando. One, two, three. Tour with a star for me. I think tour with a, that's the one like he gives you a tour. Yeah, yeah he gives yeah, you a tour. Yeah, yeah. Tour with a star though. All right, number four, Shanu or One Ho. I know this answer. I know, right? <laughs> one, two, three, One Ho. <laughs> My baby. Shanu. So unfair. All right, this is a basic one, but we must do it. Yeah. Number five, kimchi or rice. Ooh. One, two, three, rice. kimchi. Really? Oh, really? I gotta have rice, though. I've got no. I, gotta have rice. I can but have I really it. Love kimchi, I can have it with too. noodles or whatever. Nope. I'd rather have kimchi. <laughs> nope. All right. Girl group or boy group? One, two, three. Boy, boy group. group. <laughs> yep. No hate. We love, love you. you. But <laughs> boy group. All right. Number seven. Got seven. Oh, this is hard. Or got seven solo. Oh, that's horrible. Okay, I think I. I think I know. You good? Yeah. One, two, three. Solo. Yes! Oh my god! Like, I really love God 7. I do too! But once they went solo, it just got much so better. much better. Like, Mark is out of his shell. Yu-Gi-Oh! Who the heck is yes! this child? This baby! Uh, Young Jay was on a drama, or on a comedy uh, sitcom. JB coming out like AOMG and higher music just pulling them out like yes oh my God. Bam I, Bam with his I have never been looking at Bam Bam ever <laughs> right and then Solo <laughs> happened I've never been looking at Yugam and then and Solo, Solo happened same. was never well I, I looked at Mark but I never really gave him the respect that I gave my my stand my oh true my stands God. and biases sir <laughs> the authority with which you are coming at me for is so rude all right eight. NCT Dream, NCT 127. One, two, three. One, one two, seven. seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love NCT Dream. They're really cute. They're, They're adorable. adorable. But then, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I love me some one, two, seven. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> All right. This one's going to be hard. Oh, hard. Especially for Brittany. All right. Number nine, Kai or Taman. All the best friends. Why, why did I suggest this? Okay. okay. One. Two, three. Tame. Kai. Yeah, Kai. 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 And then Baekhyun and Kai are in XO. And then Taemin is in Shiny. Mm -hmm. One, two, three. Super M. Yes! I mean, I love them in their groups. Like, I love the groups. Like, if you put yeah. the groups against each other, that's hard. Mm -hmm. But, like, them together, I really... Like, Makes yeah, such a... I love there, them. There was people who I wasn't as into that I got into their group right. because of who they were in Super M. The and reason they, that I love Kai so much is because of Super M now. Yeah, and the reason I got into Taman so much is because of Super M. Because mm -hmm. originally I was just like, okay, Taman's in Shiny. Like, I, I had other stands in Shiny. Uh -huh. But Taman and, and Super M? <laughs> well, yeah, for was me coming it's to like, kill. so Chanyol is my bias. And Kai, I didn't, I, like, I loved Kai, of course. But I didn't pay much attention to him because I was into Chanyol. And then I watched Super M and I was like, Kai. Next, leader or Makme group? <laughs> One, two, three. Leader. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. Mock nays are, are just so cute. Nah. But. <laughs> I think generally. I don't know. Maybe leader. I mean, if we think about it, Shonu. RM. But then BTS, Jungkook. All right. 12. Rap line or vocal line? Oh, I have to think about that. One, two, three. Rap. Vocal line. Rap. I think. It's rap for me. <laughs> think it's vocal line okay number the next one stray kids or icon one, one two, two three stray icon. kids uh next one pentagon or the boys one, one two, two three pentagon, pentagon actually yeah pentagon dancing wise the boys but i think pentagons vocally yeah for me does it uh and the last one the <laughs> one that's gonna make me really sad third generation or fourth generation k-pop one two three Third generation. Third generation. You gotta go yep. with third generation. Yep, like, I definitely. love my fourth generation, 18s and everything, but like third generation. Third generation. Is gotta have that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's all we have for you about Korean culture, guys. We are so glad that you show up every Friday at three to listen to our episodes. We hope you have a great week and try something Korean today, whether it be a show or a movie or some food. Dive into a culture that's different than yours, even if it's something that you're a little nervous about or I mean, don't get weird with it. If you don't want to try octopus, don't try octopus. Right. But try bulgogi. Try all these simpler. Just step out of your yeah, comfort zone. Yeah, out of your comfort zone. Yep. And try something some new. fun. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. So we hope you guys have a good week and a great weekend. Take care. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Therapy with Millennials. To keep up to date on our episodes, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Come follow us on Instagram at Therapy with Millennials or Twitter at T with Millennial. No S. Have any suggestions for the show or want to get in contact with us? Email us at twithmillennials at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you next time.